Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's the Jim Fannin Show. We've come to take your mind. Am I still on? I did a whole show on this guy yesterday. Like fucking man crush or something. It's not time for you yet. Buckle in. It's the Jim Fan Show. Welcome aboard. It's a hot intro, but not a hot mic. (laughs) Sam Hanna. Um, I know you were busy last night going to dinner and stuff, but like, yeah, I kind of did a preview yesterday and I brought you in kind of, I don't know. I was talking about what we're going to talk about tonight. So welcome aboard. I'm going to throw you over here on the big screen. Well, thank you. Oh, look at it, dude. Whoa, I, what were wow. you talking about exactly? I'm was just it, talk- was it good I stuff? was, you know what? I got high last night. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been smoking that much down here and I got hip and you know what happens when I get hip, even just a couple puffs down here from the dirt weed it's garbage weed like it's legal yeah, back home you know what I mean? for you it's legal back home the government sells it for i got two one gram joints before i left for nine dollars <laughs> from a government subsidized uh, <laughs> it's fucking it's retarded yet another reason to live in the <laughs> no that's good that's legal weed that's the best weed in the world two, gr- two one gram joints yeah, so down here it's not sad. so. Anyways, I got. I, tell you? I was vibrating off the walls, and then I just went live and talked about <laughs> what we're going to talk about tonight. So it's not a really great way to start the show. <laughs> Can I tell you a funny story? Yeah, no problem. So That's what we're here for, as you know, yesterday was my birthday, four twenty. No, right? I I didn't know that, and you said birthday dinner, and I said whose birthday, and you ignored me. You didn't hear me. Again. That's me. That's okay, me. Well, happy so birthday. I'm born on four twenty, and I got to tell you. Uh, not that I've ever tried it before. However, it, mom, if you're watching, yeah, not that I've ever tried it before, but weed does absolutely nothing, nothing. And I was born on 420. And actually, it's the same birthday as Hitler, and nothing but bad things happens uh, on my birthday. It's been it's been one bad birthday after another, like terrorist attacks and Columbine, and <laughs> like literally like the worst days. Because they follow Hitler. And so it's just like, I've oh. never really liked my birthday. Anyway, really? There you go. There's That's a fun interesting. fact. Interesting. Wow. 
so that's that's a great segue. I don't. I was searching Hitler's children today. It came up in my feed somehow. I'm like him. Hey, I wonder who the descendants of Hitler are. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a movie or something came up on my feet. I'm like, Hitler's children? Who ever thought of such a thing? I wonder who they are. <laughs> That's true. The bloodline. Oh it, it died. Pretty, it, it died. Uh, do you think ago, that I the think. Do you think that the, the liberal media has something to do with that? Like the, the, the they're keeping know. they're they're keeping Hitler's uh, <laughs> children safe. I don't know. <laughs> you don't want to talk to, about it? Trying not to think about home. So, anyways, yeah. dude, let's. Uh, that's a great segue off of Hitler and straight into real estate. So, <laughs> <laughs> before we uh, get rolling, what like I'm going to put you on full screen here, so you don't have to look at my mug. You know, it's the worst thing is when you've got four people in the screen and one's talking, and all the other ones are looking into a camera. Going, they can't even see the person they're talking yeah. to. It's <laughs> stupid. So just full screen Thank the you. guy, especially if they're good looking. Full screen them. So you'll be full screen the majority of the time until we start bantering back and forth. We're going to hit some real estate tonight. We're going to we're going to pre we're going to do some virtual walkthroughs and look at some stuff online. Talk about rates. Talk about why you should leave Canada. Talk about why you should cash out. We're going to hit a couple articles and we're probably make some predictions. I'm good on the prediction front. So but take as much time as you need, Sam, just to. Give us a background because, you know, the old salesman's pitches, they don't care what you know until they know you care. Yeah, no, I'm care. with you. Yeah. I don't care. So anyways, uh, I don't care either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, just give us a little background about uh, who Sam Hanna is and how the fuck, how did you end up here? Start in the early days. Tell us about the football championships if you threw them and uh, get. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, because oh, yeah. I've never heard the stories. We'll get into it later, maybe. Oh, Are you drinking listen. rum and Coke? Are we going to get loose later? Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay. Got, you know, All right, the, I, you the, know the, I'm trying to show my cup, but it, the thing is, it's got some sort of a green screen effect. Yeah. And it, it, you can't even see it. If I move it, like, really quick, yeah, you can see it. Yeah, because it's silver or whatever. I'm just drinking a little punch, just a little fruit punch. Let it go. All right. Tell us all about to, 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 I'm having a rum yeah. and Coke with you. Tell us all about Sam. Oh, you got it. The floor is yours. So I actually discovered Cabarete uh, in the Dominican Republic about 17 years ago. I came down here. Uh, I picked up kite surfing. Uh, gosh, maybe 18 years ago. And that was at the very beginning. It was where, you know, our kite technology was awful and, you could literally kill yourself when the wind blew too hard. Were you a windsurfer? Because I didn't know surfing. this. Windsurfing came first, right? Then the kite seed. It did. Okay, so were you a windsurfer or no? No. Okay. No, I hated windsurfing. And kite surfing must have been expensive when it first came in. It was, very much so. It was, um, I don't want to say it was expensive, but the problem is, or the problem was, is there really was no YouTube back then. You know, so you there, there was no way to really learn uh, a brand new sport where you could literally kill yourself if the wind blows too hard and sucks you up into the air. Um, so it was just this, um, it was this, in, in, at the time I was in Iowa. I lived in Iowa in, the, in America, in the U.S. Um, those of you that don't know, it's, it's close to Chicago, fairly close to Chicago, a couple hours away. And the thing about Iowa is that the wind is so just horrible. Like, I may have gotten... I, I wanted to kite surf every single day if I could have. And the wind was awful. It was, it was no wind, probably 
250 days a year. And then the, the days that there were or was wind, there, the wind would be between 10 miles an hour and 50. So you just get that huge gusty wind. And it was just awful. So it was it was very slow learning process for me. And I mean, you know, I was an athlete. I was fairly, you know, I had good eye-hand coordination. But it was very difficult for me to learn because, you know, I'd go out 10 times during the year in Iowa. And I was was really having a hard time learning quickly. So in essence, what I did was I just, I, I wanted to go somewhere where the wind blew every day. And that's literally how I found Cavarete was I just did a Google search and I said, best place in the world to kite surf. And Cavarete came up, Kite Beach came up. And I, I came here, brought my kites. I came here alone. All I wanted to do was kite surf every day. And I, I actually, I did, I, I think I stayed for like a week and just fell in absolute love with the place. I, to be honest, I loved it too much because I only, you know, for the next 17 or for the next 14 years, 13 years, I literally only stayed in Cabarete and I didn't realize what an amazing country the Dominican Republic was. I never traveled. All I did was I kited every single day. So anyway, that's kind of what brought me here. Um, went to University of Iowa to college. Um, I, I kind of have an entrepreneurial background and real estate background. I went to work for a billionaire um, where I, you know, my dad always told me to, to kind of nestle myself up to someone that I respected and wanted to be like. And I was lucky enough to kind of get a position kind of when I was 30 or so uh, next to this guy who was just amazing, this guy. And he really thought me or taught me to, to think outside the box. And I think that's, you know, I think what a lot of, of unsuccessful realtors do is that they're too, they're too just jam packed inside a box versus really trying to go against the grain and trying to figure out a way to make the deal happen that maybe is different than I think a lot of people want to stay in that comfort zone, you know, where they've been there before and they only want to, they only want to be there. So anyway, that's kind of what brought me to real estate. Um, in college, well, we talked a little bit about college, went to the University of Iowa, um, grew up in Western Nebraska um, uh, when I was little. So that's a place where um, I was, I really feel like I was taught, um, you know, a lot of character in, in the art of a handshake, something that I don't think a lot of kids know anything about anymore. But, um, you know, I saw, um, I was fortunate enough to see my father, you know, make some pretty big deals on a handshake. And, you know, I, um, I, I saw where he could have made a lot more money 10 minutes later, and yet he chose to you know, stay with the, the original deal and no, you know what? I made a deal with this guy and, and I'm going to stick with it. So I think that's, you know, growing up, number one, you learn hard, hard work, you learn work ethic and you learn about education and the fact that I did not want to be a rancher, not want to be a cowboy. I was a, I had uh, flip flops and shorts as I rode my horse driving cattle. <laughs> and so, yeah, man, I just, you know, I was, I loved football. I loved sports. I loved athletics. I loved, uh, um, I actually, to be honest, I love Western Nebraska in the sand hills where I grew up. It's, it's an amazing place, but I really, I love to be around people more. And I think our closest neighbor was five miles away. Wow. So it was, uh, 
little desolate. You don't get that uh, problem on Kite Beach. We were down on Kite Beach, too. I took some live video on Facebook of, of the beach sure. over in front of the kite club there. And yeah. that's one of my favorite places to grab a drink, the kite club, man. It's, it's, it's a different world. I, I kind of, I hate to call it the Venice of Dominican Republic, but it kind of reminds me of the old Venice because Venice is a shithole now. <laughs> but in California, when you used to walk the beach in Venice, you know, uh, in L.A., it was, yeah. everyone was fit and working out and tanned well and healthy, and it was a hippie little, uh, you know, healthy place to be. And I feel, I get, Cabaretti's got a little bit of that vibe. It's younger now, but it's healthy, yeah. it's athletic, it's well-tanned, it's beautiful for the most part. These are good-looking kids on the beach, man. Yeah. And it's a lot, yeah, it's a lot different than, so. Sinsu, than Sisu is. Kite surfing is an extremely athletic sport. And actually, the Dominican Republic has produced some really, really good kite surfers, all most of which you can find on Kite Beach on a daily basis. Um, and actually, the Olympics is coming up uh, here in, what, a couple of years? Maybe a little bit less. But there's a, uh, a kid, his name's Aduri Cornel. He, at one point in time, was world champion, uh, Olympic gold medalist. Um, kid saved my life uh, five years ago. I, I had an uh, I had an incident with the trees in Laboca, which is where the river meets the ocean. But anyway, this kid came in and pulled me out, and I've known him since he was five years old. But but uh, it's been kind of fun to watch this kid grow up, and and he just had knee surgery, but he's now training for the Olympics in Paris, and I have no doubt this kid's gonna. If he doesn't win, I'd be shocked. So it'll be cool to watch nice. what happens. You said the Olympics. What do you mean? It's world champions or something coming to Dominican? No, the Olymp the actual summer Olympics oh. will be in Paris next. Oh, Paris. Okay. In, in two oh, years. Right, right. Okay. Paris, France. So actually the goal is my son and I are actually going to go to Paris, France to uh, hopefully watch whatever else we want to watch, whether it be Olympics or, you know, I've always, it's always kind of been a dream of mine to, to go to the Olympics, I just never really had an opportunity. So oh. I think uh, I think it should be good. All right. So what have you been uh, doing since you've been here real estate-wise? How do you get connected and, and what drew you to, you know, you're doing resorts and hotels. You're not really focusing yeah. all that much. I mean, you, we're doing the, you know, the the, uh, re, uh, the residential stuff, but your bread and butter seems to be business connections and marketing to your other business buyers. That, yeah. So how'd you get connected that way yeah so i you know i i i, I kind of brought up uh the fact before i was kind of connected to a uh an amazing human being back it's been a long time ago i don't even want to think about how many years ago but he he kind of taught me the ins and outs of commercial real estate and um that's always kind of been you know my love and i'd love to um to help people. I'd love to put deals together. I'd love to, and commercial real estate really at the end of the day provides a, um, an avenue where, you know, it allows us to be flexible and allows us to think outside the box because really at the end of the day, no, um, deal is the same. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, moved down here. I actually moved down here to Cabarete about three years ago and, um, to be honest, I didn't have really any intention of working. I, I had a, a solid um, internet company that, that, that was very successful. And, but I learned very quickly, you know, how much I missed, you know, dealing with people and, and having somewhere to be and, and putting deals together. So uh, ended up starting a DR commercial real estate. 
um, which really allowed me and others to to really uh, focus in on our bread and butter. And actually, in the Dominican Republic, there really aren't a lot of people that focus only on you know hotels, resorts, investment properties, land, things like that. So I've I've really enjoyed kind of putting this deal together. Um, uh, I we do have some exciting news, but we can't announce it yet. Nice. As far as the growth here, but good, good, um, good but there is amazing news coming, and um, I'm super excited about it. But yeah, it's been fun, and actually, you know, I'm 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 actually I turned 51 yesterday, but um, uh, you know, I I didn't realize, you know, <laughs> last year when I turned 50, I'm like I'm done, I'm I'm done, I'm not I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to put it on cruise control. I, but I miss it, and I miss I miss the competitiveness. I miss, miss the competitive juices to get flowing. Um, as far as being number one, you know what I mean. Like I, second place is uh, the first loser, so I want to be the best. I literally I want to be the best there is, and so this has been cool to uh, to grow this company, and and I have uh, a couple amazing amazing partners. Uh, that one is, is based in, in the U S and she is primarily focused on buyers and buyers, uh, agency and, and dealing with the, the, the day to day, uh, for buyers. And, and then we, we have other agents here, um, that kind of work on, um, you know, the day to day and listings and listing acquisition, which is why we were at kite beach today. Hey man, that's a cool property. And, um, I can't believe that you can buy a hotel on the ocean <laughs> operating from a purely cash business model. <laughs> I can't be, it's, We're not going to mention names. They right? don't even take credit cards. It's so yeah. cash. Yeah. And that's a tough business to sell because in your world and my world of professional real estate you want right numbers we've got to see it 100%. but i'm sitting there thinking okay for let's call it two mil you got a 26 room oceanfront <laughs> hotel on <laughs> kite beach on kite beach in cabarete yeah. i mean it just i cannot dude you know we're joking offline and we had some outtakes later from the zoom recording you're like dude what you really like this listing what are you like i'm like dude i'm selling fucking listings in the north end of st Catharines for eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars. okay this is 1.2 million it's an eight thousand square foot 60 acre like off the grid it's 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 a <laughs> it's literally a million dollar home on a mountain with six cut up lots varying in size yeah. from three to seven acres garden helicopter pad if you want it Jeez, i mean and it's 1.2 million yeah like now let me ask you a question why would Have anyone ever wanna... how many square feet is that thing six yeah six, I, no I it's eight thousand i still say it's 5500 the fucking okay the so floor 5, plan say 5500 the owner says eight thousand there's a huge discrepancy <laughs> okay so, but but here's my question 
I'm pretty sure those are like 20 foot ceilings in there. <laughs> <So crazy. laughs> That's number one. Number two, foot. have you ever seen a bigger three bedroom house in your entire life? <laughs> it's huge. It's ridiculously huge. And the bedrooms aren't all that big. It's all open space. It's like, it's, it's very, amazing. It's very, Glass it's very warehouse feel, commercial feel. Like yeah. it's, but it's I, I dig it. Talk about that. I but, dig it. Yeah. So I, I think mean, what a great place to raise a family. Like seriously, um, we were talking about this earlier, but, but, you know, we're all kind of trying to figure out where the top is, but, but to me, <laughs> to me, if, and you Canadians are, are way uh, out of left field, but to me, it's like, okay, I can, I can sell my house for what? And then I can take that money and I can buy something in the Dominican Republic for how much? And I can have 60 acres and I can literally farm on this land, make money, have privacy and think oh, it's, it's unfathomable to me. That's crazy. Um, how that's even possible. All right. So, uh, you know what? That's a great lead in and I appreciate you uh, taking the time to, to do that. No. So on that note, let's uh, get us out of here. Here's the website, drcommercial.com. You can go check it out, sign up for the newsletter, put yourself on the mailing list. Um, independent is, it's tough go, but uh, hopefully, I don't know. It's not the end of the world. Everyone's independent down here, but uh, I like the brand names. <laughs> I like the brand names. Anyway, so that's- uh, Not that's soon you, to be. Yeah, that's how you find Sam Hanna, drcommercial.com. I don't see anything. No, I'm not sharing it with you. It's online. Oh, okay. in the corner. All right. Uh, and this is his fake book page. We're live on the Jim Fannin show and on TrueTube and Twitch and DLive and all that kind of stuff. This is, an, I didn't change the, uh, sorry, I did not change the titles to the show. So the, there's no links in the descriptions below, but I'll, I'll edit them later. This is, uh, if you go to the TrueTube channel on YouTube, this is a conversation that I had with Sam uh, a few couple months ago. Oh, December 24th. It was Christmas Eve, dude. We streamed this live on Christmas Eve, and I was fucking. What? I was hanging. We did this. Really? From, yeah, we did this from DR on Christmas Eve. Can you believe that? And it's got. You know what, man? I 26. actually thought that was a really good interview. I was shocked. Yeah. At how smooth it was. It was just like we were just sitting there chatting all along. Nothing like fantastic. we get tonight. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> so that's a previous. I will put the the link up in the show description after it's all over. But there is a. If you go to the YouTube channel on YouTube or Facebook or whatever, you can see my old interview with Sam. We had some fun. It was Christmas Eve, and I was fucking hurting. Here we go. <laughs> Fortune Magazine. Fortune.com. Links are not in the description below. Home price growth decelerates again. Forecast, excuse me, forecast models say the peak rate is behind us. And I have a guy talking about it here. Uh, they're going to ask me to pay? No. Home buyers got absolutely scorched last year as home prices appreciation. Home price appreciation climbed to its highest level in tabulated history. Oh, that's in tabulated history. Okay. Man, this writer's really off the hook, eh? That said, the worst of the run on prices could be behind us. This is fortune.com, all right? Routers today came out. You've you probably seen this if you watch any of the mainstream media. This is what they're talking about today. Record high house prices in the U.S. March is the highest level that real estate's ever reached in tabulated history. 
$375,000 is the average price across the nation, I think they're saying. And my hometown, I think the average price when I got into business is like 149, 150 or something like that. And now it's like 800 or something. Oh. Ridiculous. <laughs> so the kids, you got no absolute chance to buy something unless you're absolutely financially gifted or really creative and intelligent. But you need resources. You need wherewithal. You need to get in somehow. And you, like kids, you forget real estate. You know, just rent right now because there's no hope for you in this market. But it's about <laughs> to come to an end. In my hometown, I, I keep close tabs on the Niagara Association of Realtors um, because I got many friends still back in there in the business, uh, in different segments of the business. And uh, listings are getting reduced. The market time is increasing. Multiple offers are dying out. You know, you still get your pockets of hot activity, but it's over. It's over. Yeah. Okay. Cash your chips in. I'm not saying bet it all. I'm saying, in fact, pull your chips off the table. Cash the fuck out. Leave the casino. You hit the lottery. Don't be a dummy. And don't sit there and do blow with prostitutes and get drunk at the table and lose everything you won. Get out now <laughs> and come to DR, man. It's just like you just cannot. And, and, and lots of people are diversified with a lot of equity in the market right now, man. And I don't, I'm not saying sell it all, maybe. Real estate's always a good hold. You want the idea in real estate is to buy and hold. Okay, so if you're in real estate for the long term, then I get that. Buy and hold. You you go through the ups and the downs, and you just keep acquiring more property. But if you've got some liquid cash in your house right now, and you want to diversify into a stable market that is a three-hour flight away, with a couple hundred thousand dollars. Or more like in that, like two, three hundred thousand buys you a nice little nest egg down here that you'll have forever, yeah. that you can come to anytime you want. And why wouldn't you cash out a little bit of the equity that you've gained over the last six years, even? Like our growth right. has been unbelievable. It hasn't been that long that it's gone like this. And, and just to give the financial kind of history of the way I understand it in DR after talking to, uh, What's her name at Seahorse Ranch? Jennifer? Yeah, Jennifer. Yeah. She said from 2008 to 18, it was flat. Holding value, but yeah. flat. Yeah. Uh, and then it was on a rise until COVID hit, and then flat through COVID, and now yeah. on the rise again. So yeah. it, they didn't get the shit kicked out of them. Um, they didn't experience the big, huge dips that right. the rest of the world experienced yeah. in 2008. There is no... Yeah, in the in the in the you know in the cycles here mm -hmm. seem to be, and and I don't want to you know I don't want to speak like you know uh, out of turn here, but I I I see that that we don't get those 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 dips, you know, if the market is um, is not good, it's simply flat, so you don't get the you know uh, the two thousand eight two thousand nine crash. Uh, which typically happens what every twelve years or or so. I mean, it's it's different um, every cycle, but typically ten, twelve years, um, it goes up and and goes way down. So, you know, a good real estate people will buy the dips, 
And it seems, it sure would seem, and I, I have to agree with, with everything you just said, it sure would seem that we are absolutely close, especially, we haven't even talked about interest rates but in, and inflation, but, but it, it would seem as if we're at the top, right? And to, to realize some of those um, profits and benefits tax-free in the U.S. I think it's the same in Canada, right? You can sell your house. Yeah, your realize um, gains. Yeah, your single, and, your matrimonial home, or your single what they call it, your family. primary residence is tax free. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, for now, but Trudeau, <laughs> there has been rumblings about that? Trudeau. Yeah, taking a piece of even that, but it hasn't oh come to God. pass yet that I know of. So to take that money and come down here, where you know the the cost of living, depending on where you live, but I got to think. The cost of living is 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 half of just about everyone watching this. And you know what? That's the other thing. The inflation has not hit the island like it has no. everywhere else. You know, the uh, a gallon of gas has gone up twenty cents since I've been here six months. Twenty yeah. cents. Yeah. And they're fucking up a dollar and a half in some parts of the states, at least. Yeah. You know. Probably probably gonna go higher. Yeah. I mean they're still paying what are we paying about five bucks a gallon down here, right? So it was high to begin um, with. I, I actually don't have gas. I have propane. Oh, right. Okay. So I personally, I have not seen any sort of increase um, as far as my gas prices. A lot of cars are propane bucks. down here. What's that? A lot of cars are propane down here. I was surprised about that. They are. It's actually very clean burning, I think. And it's a lot cheaper. I, I find that I'll bet you my gas bill is, is probably half of, of what the standard gas user is. Hmm. I had a propane Which vehicle. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a decent product for sure. I had a dual fuel there for a while. My Delta 88 yeah. Brome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, baby. Was uh, dual <laughs> fuel. Anyways, uh, yeah, you talk about the cost of living. You know, like I can get uh, two pieces of fried chicken with brown beans and rice and a salad delivered for $3 American. 150 pesos delivered to my door in 10 minutes. And I'm full. Okay, that that yeah. lunch takes care of me. I'm full, and it's delicious. Just think about what you just said. It's delicious, like, dude. You, you got it delivered. Yeah, well, and, what and not restaurant only is that, that by the way? Because I need to get that number. That's, I need that's Lilo's, Lilo's chicken down beside the German barbecue off the or the German. Uh, shit, I'm all excited. The German. So how much do you give your delivery guy? I'm just I trying to he's, work he's out the, the math owner. In my brain. I love to hanging out with Lilo. I don't even know if Lilo is his name or his wife's name, but it's Lilo's chicken. And yeah. I he's a nice man. And yeah. I always give him money and tell him give it to the senorita. Like he doesn't need my money. He's the owner. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, his potato salad and pasta salad's amazing. I stopped eating the green salad down here cuz make him hungry. I haven't eaten 150 pesos. So, uh, I will vouch for the uh I mean and the alcohol is cheap as hell too. Here, if you're drinking rum, like yeah. it's what am I paying? Eight bucks for a twenty sixer? That's thirty at home, okay? <laughs> really? Hell yeah, it's easy thirty bucks. Oh my god. Yeah, it's twenty six shots, right? Twenty six fluid ounces. Yeah. So I'm not even wow. buying forties because the twenty sixer fits in my freezer nice and whatever. But it's eight dollars American. It's four hundred and fifty pesos. That's nine American. Let's call it eleven dollars. It's, a, it's still a third the price it is in Canada, for crying out loud. Oh my God. Yeah, listen, the cost of living is crazy. Like, I, you know, especially in Cabarete. And I I happen to love Cabarete. But I also have started to really love Sosua. 
or a platter, like all different places. But, you know, dinner uh, at, at, let's just say my favorite restaurant. I have many favorite restaurants, but like Bliss would be, um, you know, a French restaurant slash Italian. I haven't really figured out how the two mix together, but but it's 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 a five-star restaurant. It's, it's amazing. And I would say two people can easily eat there for 30 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's as good as it gets. So you can live like a king and really you get McDonald's prices. That's the beauty. You, know? <laughs> you had to bring McDonald's into it. <laughs> they just don't. Now I will say this in the spirit of honesty, every time I go down to Porta Plata, I, I do like to stop at McDonald's uh, uh, and get myself the a same. double quarter pounder with cheese, you know, Ooh. French fries. <laughs> French fries, French fries are, you can't, oh, wow. Oh, fries are great. And Coca-Cola. There's something about the Coca-Cola that flows out of those machines. I've been known to eat the odd egg McMuffin, but that's as far as I'll go. Like, I don't. I really? Don't you won't do the burger? Not no, anymore. Nothing? Not since I, I overdosed as a child. I lived I'm at sorry, McDonald's man. for a while on Welland Avenue. It was a bad deal. I had my share of big, big Macs, and oh my god! And you know, the you know, when I was younger. The drunken drive-through was always chicken McNuggets with barbecue sauce. You know, so oh yeah, e- 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 those were the bomb. McRibs not long ago. McRib, oh, McRibs, baby. All right, so off of McDonald's. Let's do some more. Uh, let's hit some real estate. Right? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Get rid of you. Record high prices, so the links, I'm sorry about the links. Chiquita Beach is coming up first. Caribbean Dream. We can talk about this. Another one that's, man, what, she charged 28% interest on transactions on the credit card? 1.4 mil, it's 10 rooms on a decent lot, and I mean, this is right across the street. It's on the, the beach is on one side of the road, and this is on the other side of the road, right at the entrance to, yeah. to Chiquita Beach, which is one of Dominican Republic's like best secrets, I think. Like, Absolutely. Nobody goes to Chiquita It's Beach. very cool. It's very quaint, isn't it? It's like yeah, nobody uses it's, it. There's no one ever there. Uh, the water, so, so it, it's kind of hard to explain, but, you know, the wind and the surf kind of comes in through the east. And the beach actually faces to the west, so it's 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 protected by this, you know, this cliff and and the land kind of this peninsula that shoots out. So the water is um, at this beach is is crystal clear. I mean, it is it is one of those um, it's one of those experiences where you're like, okay, this is paradise. This is pretty amazing. Yeah, just scroll through, through the through pictures. Photos. Yeah, there you go. Very yeah. modern construction, five years old. Nice drone shot. Very nice. That really gives you, like, you have, like, literally right across the street is the entrance, and you walk through those trees, and there's a little beach tucked between two huge boulders. And, the, like, there's million dollar properties all along here. Yeah, the, the guy that owns the oh. casino owns a bunch of properties down here, and this is uh, that's a great shot, man. It's a great view of the. Well, right across the street, let's talk about this. Right across the street from this, on the the, the water, mm-hmm. is a mansion. Let's just be honest; it's, it's a mansion. Right. right. I don't. Th- I don't think we have a picture of that, but I'd, l- I'd venture to guess that's probably a 
six, five, six million dollar house. Mm -hmm. You think? Yeah. You got a guess? Yeah. No, I think you're probably. It's huge, man. It's got to be worth that. I mean, I don't know, but it's yeah. not even occupied. Nice. I don't even know when the last time somebody was in that place. I know. Here's Insane. the restaurant and bar. These are great pictures. I think she got when it was. Uh, pristine and new and perfect for pictures she did a great job with these man yeah good photos it's a nice place i love it it's yeah and then there's a room for potential on this too she's got approved plans to build another six units off to the side where there's room here's the here's a drone shot of chiquita beach there's the two boulders on the top and the bottom oh you can't see it in this take hang on kids yeah, yeah. Uh, let me re, re do this there's a top view of the beach. How about that? Yeah, I'm just trying to get the rocks in there. Oh, shit. Producer's fucking not on his game today. There we go. It's not the perfect shot, but... There you can see that's how tight that beach is. And, I mean, you don't want to be out there when the waves are rough because I got tossed all over that beach. You went swimming? <laughs> I went and I turned my back and I thought I could dive under the wave and I didn't time it right and I took me down the beach and give me a good tossing. I had sand nice. sand in every pocket and every orifice of my body. I was covered in it. And it tossed me around pretty good. So you gotta be careful. But a lot of times yeah. the waves are just like lake water. There's they're just lapping the beach. Oh, there's a better view of it right there. And uh but the house or sorry. The hotel's not in that shot. But that's a great shot of how small Chiquita Beach is and why that, like, oh yeah, go. very cool. There's hardly any people on it ever. So, uh, so she's not only got the restaurant and bar that she rents out to her boyfriend for nothing right now, but it could be a real cash cow for somebody that wants. Look at this place, man. One point four million. Are you, f like, I mean, dude. I'm selling a three-bedroom bungalow with a garage in the north end of St. Catharines for $1.4 I just, I don't, it can't understand it. And it's got <laughs> some, some really good cash numbers. Like, she's full, literally, from, um, what is it, October to April, basically? Like, yeah. rammed, full, every room booked, cash. Yeah. Like... And then the slow so I don't season. know if we want to, yeah, I don't know if we want to talk about numbers, but at the end of the day, you know, what that means is a million four, if it, if we were to say, you know, a good investment, you'd, you'd like to see at least 10%, right? 10% return. I mean, that means you've got 140K a year coming in the door. And in this environment, it's a little bit different. Um, and guys are probably making more than that. So yeah, it's a great environment. Uh, it's uh, it's it's unbelievable. Was she hold paper on this too? I can't remember. Uh, she does. No, was she yes. hold like would she look at options like buying like, with uh, like forty points down or thirty five points down or something like that, or does she want all her money out? Uh, would she finance? That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think at the end of the day, I think it, it really just kind of depends on the offer, but but I I think that there's an an option potentially to finance this and, and what financing would mean here in the Dominican is probably different than what people in the U S and Canada are thinking. But, you know, I think, um, in this case, maybe 40% down and then she would carry, 
you know, the rest uh, for maybe three to five years. Uh, and I think, you know, if that were to happen, if and I think the payments on that are payments are reasonable. And actually you had the hotel paid off in five years. So I think 16, 17,000 a month is what it came off. Uh, and that sounds scary, but mm-hmm. and here's and they're I'm making sure, money I'm like this. But listen, picture. finance in 20 years, it makes all kinds of sense. Here's the picture off to the right. You can see just behind to the right of the main building and to and behind the restaurant is an open piece of land. And that's where you can build exactly what's on the left side, which is six units, right? And then in addition to that, there's additional um, potential here because there's two unfinished penthouses in the top of this thing that uh, like they're fin- they just need me to be furnished and, and finished off. Yeah. But the, you could you could have a really special opportunity in those two penthouses that she's not actually using now, right? Because you know, right. COVID hit some of these guys pretty hard, man. Like they went through some fucking hellish, just like a lot of people. Oh, and it beat a lot of these hotel operators up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mentally, think about it. Like you got to shut your entire hotel down for two years. It was brutal. And I think a lot of them are, are still digging out. They didn't have help in, in the Dominican Republic as far as, Hey, here's, here's, you know, a million thanks for closing your doors for a couple of years. You know what I mean? Like this is a different story. And these guys were really struggling for a long time. And I think it was, it beat, it beat a lot of guys up and then they're just dumb. So now is actually a really good opportunity of, of coming in where tourism is record highs and people coming in and occupancy is through the roof. Yeah, record highs as far as tourism is great news. And now that we've, you know, had a chance to meet different kind of business people and hearing them say, some of them saying, you know, this is the best year we've had. And some of them saying we're at least back to pre-pandemic numbers is really good to hear. Like the girl we talked to today, she was like, yeah, we're we're back. We're back to before pandemic numbers. And I was like, wow, that's good to hear. And I happen to believe that People have, you know, we were we were in talking to a, a really large resort owner. It's a fifty million dollar uh, listing down in Puerto Plata, but we were talking to the general manager and what what his and he, he this is a very hands on general manager, but what his take is is you know it, it, it's it's different now because he feels like people have changed their mentality as far as travel. And instead of maybe taking one vacation a year, now they're taking minimum two, more like three or four. So they're living their lives and they're really, um, you know, they, they, they don't want to feel constricted anymore. And they just want to, they don't want to just hoard money. They want to get out and actually live their life, which is cool to see. I thought it was but interesting. that's good news. I thought it was interesting front. to talk to, you know, the the vendor on Kite Beach today when she was saying, you know what, more than ever, people are just dumping and leaving and showing up here like with no notice. They're not planning shit. They're doing like last minute trips and they're just landing here and yeah. booking. Right. You're absolutely right. All right. Well, uh, Chiquita Beach 1.4, that's where you find it on uh, Realtor DR. Okay. 60 acres in the hills. I'm going to just run. This is your favorite. It's one of them, uh, 1.2 million, dude. Like, hello. Like, what's not the like? 60 acres. 60 <laughs> acres on a mountain with fertile soil. 
and six fertile. already fertile soil, and already six divided lots that you can sell off, ranging between three and a half and seven acres. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. All right, I'm gonna. Play Is there? A, can you can you just scroll through pictures of this house? No, I'm doing I'm doing a walkthrough right now through the front right. door of my video. I'm just I'm not putting the music to it. So we're going through the oh, front okay. door now. Right. This is your uh, yeah. the famous walkthrough. Now uh, this is where it gets angle. insane. There's the parking. It's a gate, yes. obviously, electric gate. And how old is this thing now? Huge foyer. Oh man, it's not that old. I can't uh, gosh, I think the year is actually on the listing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the year. Look at that. Are you kidding me? What do we got? Yeah, Fifteen no, foot ceilings. Crazy. I'm just looking at. Look at the glass. Uh, probably, I'd, I'd go with 12. Okay. I could be wrong. I've been known to exaggerate. <laughs> and what's, I can't remember the the wood name. A mahogany? It's all mahogany, yeah. Yeah. And it's built like an airplane hangar. And then they went and put another roof on top of the flat roof that they have. They have an insulated, flat, concrete roof. And then they went and put another, was it a steel roof, insulated steel roof on top of that. So it's super quiet. It's super cool. Yeah. And the new roof has all the uh, solar panels on it. It's completely yeah. off the grid. This house doesn't have, like you see, it's wired. Every room is wired with fiber optics from the road. Like landline. There's no Wi-Fi in this place <laughs> currently. I mean, you could set up. Not, a not saying it. that you can't have Wi-Fi. No, you could have yeah, Wi-Fi. The owner actually uh, 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 likes it that way. Mm -hmm. Doesn't like Wi-Fi. You know so, what? yeah, wired with, with you know, fiber kinda, optics I, throughout the house is a pretty big deal. I took a I took a liking to your girl there. And she reminded me of Chrissy Nickerson back home, the artist friend of mine. And, ah, nice. And... Uh, she made me realize that my tinnitus is way better now that I've been moved down here. And maybe it's because I'm not exposed to the uh, the waves. Like, ah. the ringing in my ears is, like, getting to a point of driving me to madness. There you are walking through. Here comes the dog. Um, I've watched this video before. But, uh, yeah, oh, she made me. me realize that the ringing in my ears is, like, dropped significantly, like, to a point where I don't even notice it now. I didn't even, didn't even realize that since I've been down here since six months, my... Like How do you was, say that? It was a serious, serious problem that I was having. And that came after I had my pericarditis. I think it, I got it from taking that high doses of aspirin they put me on afterwards. Wow. Yeah, thanks for reminding me that. I got ringing in my ears now. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> okay. Look at that bathroom. I mean, the build out of this is just absolutely first class. It's it's definitely an industrial feel, but this house is top of the line, top notch, everything. One point two million. Yeah, it's just unbelievable to think about. And like, how far is this of a drive from your place, from Kite Beach? Let's say where we were today. Thirty minutes. Is it thirty minutes? Twenty. Okay. I mean, it's not that far. No. I mean, it's it's a hop, skip, and a jump. It's certainly not, you know, huge. Now walking out the double doors, no neighbors, even remotely close. 
total privacy. Look at that. Look at that patio. Uh, how, how long is that? Is that 100 foot? Or is it like 80 foot down that patio? I can't remember. They're putting a, they're putting a barbecue here. A yes. barbecue and a patio at the end of the pool, which yeah. is it's kind of a weird spot for a barbecue. Beautiful but okay. pool. Yeah, those views are nuts, man. Let me take a quick bathroom break, buddy. And this gives you a good look of, uh, let's stop it here. That's the outside look. Like, it does have an airport hangar feel to it. It's, uh, it's different looking. But that was a flat roof at one time. They added that metal structure on top. And it's super quiet. It's super cool in that place. And I was, uh, the first thing I want to know is, does the rain <laughs> keep you up at night? And they're like, no, dude, that's completely insulated, that thing. And it's over a fucking concrete structure. So it might be loud outside, but inside that house, you don't hear nothing. And it stays super cool. 1.2 mil. Hmm. I'm going to say 20 minutes out of Cabarete. It's, uh, we can map it if we need to. That's a walkthrough. We can even get some... Uh... Ooh. I put, it, I put the... Um, what do you call it? Want Some by M Factor up there in the background. had Samuel impressed I had this uploaded and I was playing it from his rooftop patio yeah <laughs> it's like dude how did you get that up so fast I'm like dude it's what I do <laughs> that is a cool property man one of my favorites yeah it's cool very cool all right so that's a video you can get the links later I'll put them in the show description later uh what do we got next I think we talked that one through 60 acres here's where you can find it i don't know why but your volume is a little bit low for me oh yeah how's that there you go that's much better hey now hey now okay so what else we got how do i do the zoom exit meeting doorbells off with where's the rest of my links okay let's go back to dr commercial uh you want to hit uh anton reef if i can find it on the fly what do you want to hit next yeah, listen, you want to hit? Do you, you want to go down it, to? I'm, I'm uh, totally open. We can go get down to Casa Linda, maybe. Casa Linda's fun. Yeah, let's go to Casa, Casa Linda. Linda. Is fun. Let's talk okay. about Casa Linda. All right. Sunset model. Whoo. One ninety nine. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? This is this is <laughs> this is wrong. This is well, well, I don't brand like new. I like it, but I don't. Oh my. I mean, I know it's staged and it's perfect and everything, but like this is wrong. 199 <laughs> for brand new. What is this thing? It's a uh 1156 square feet on one level. Two bedrooms. Two bath. Two, 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 two or half. two and a half it says. Okay. With okay. an eight to nine and a half thousand gallon swimming pool. And here's the thing. 
Number one, they've thought of everything at Casa Linda. The, the, you know, there's no flooding. The drainage is like they thought they've been doing this for 25 years. They built 400 villas and way, way too many condos as well on a bunch of like gated communities. So there's nothing they haven't thought of yet, including the financing. And I mean, this one, well, in Quentro Beach, in Quentro, in Quentro, is that how you say it? In Quentro. In Quentro. Let's see. Uh, it's already sold out. And so is uh, 11, sorry, 10 and 11 are sold out. And then they just released yeah. 12, phase 12. And phase 12 is, I think, half sold. They released yeah. 80 lots the other day, and 40 of them are sold, I think, now. Like, well, yeah, 40 were sold, like, what, day two, right? Yeah, they had 33 in the second day sold. Okay, and now we're at 40. So what do we got? Another couple weeks left of being yeah, able to sell these to week, people? 10 days, two, day, two weeks tops. Yeah, I think the word's getting out. Yeah, definitely. Well, this is an incredible battle. Can you, can you go to the Capri? Yeah. Maybe we can talk about the Capri. I'm having a hard time on the website getting to page two. Oh. Let's just go to you. Uh, I don't even know okay, if it's listed under me. Um, Capri. Capri's two and change, right? Yeah, it'd be two. 207, is it? Two, no, it's 217. I can't see it. I can't see it here. Maybe it's in uh, Cole's name? Nada. I can actually, I can pull some, some info, but I... Yeah, uh, here's a uh, Sunbreeze 249.6. Let me, uh, I got a walkthrough video. We could just kind of show that. Yeah, should I should have had this loaded already. Here, I actually got that. Uh, the Sunbreeze's backyard is perfectly set up to have a bunch of people in it. Look at this. Now, this isn't exactly the way I remember. You know, it's, it was flip-flopped, I think. But there's so much room behind that wet bar and barbecue space that faces the pool. It's like you yeah. can imagine a group of people in there with no trouble. Yeah. Easy to entertain, easy to rent. And it's brand new. And this will be in phase 12. So you can hold a lot in this community right now for 25K. You break ground in January of next year when you need 35% down less than 25K. And then what's the next payment after that? 65% or something? So yeah. it goes, uh, I mean, it's 35 down. So it's 25 right. to hold the lot. Yeah, 35% it's, it's, when you break ground. It's 25, but, sorry, 35 minus the 25 that yeah. you put down. So right. it's 35 total. Right. Then the next phase is in, in four to six weeks later is uh, 30%. Okay. Uh, then 25% approximately for six, six weeks later, then 10, 10% is held until closing. Right. Okay. So possession. I actually have a, uh, I have a walkthrough. You want me to share this? Yeah, sure. Put it up. I don't know if that would, let me, let me see if I can share it. There we go. You can do it. It's not going to be, 
I took it the way that you don't like it. So, oh yeah. Let's see if I can. You're not a big. There we go. Uh, I look better. Yeah, this is a man. This is a fucking beautiful layout. Walk into a really open kitchen. And the um, the dormers up top with the lit, the lit ceiling there is. Yeah, a, check it out. That that $7, is a bump dollar. up. So that's actually an addition. Mm -hmm. Seven thousand bucks for that. But that's that that is a seven thousand dollar addition that I mm -hmm. highly recommend. Mm -hmm. But look at the tile on the floor. Like this villa is this. It's all standard right. cabinetry. I mean, in oops, a bad look going on here. There's the pool. Oh, you want to go outside your pool? <laughs> so this is two bedrooms, and this this starts at two seventeen. <laughs> that black tile makes it too. I love black on the floor. I love how the rooms kind of. Oh, it's destroying your internet connection. All right. Stop All right, sharing. Stop sharing. It's destroying mm -hmm. your bandwidth, I think. Okay. It wasn't before, okay. but this is the time of night when it starts to get the witching hour. It could be on either end. Eight o'clock is when you get the high traffic. That's a good walkthrough, man, yeah. and that is a that's one of my favorite floor plans, the Capri for two hundred and well less than two fifty. Uh, talk about the fees. Okay, so we, now we got the structure on the way in. Twenty five holds a lot. Thirty five percent total in groundbreaking. Six weeks out, up to sixty five percent. It's another six weeks out, up to seventy five percent, or whatever it is, and then ten yeah. ten held for yeah ten held for uh, close. Yeah. So listen, a lot of a lot of guys, we haven't really talked about it, but a lot of people are coming and buying investment properties for this very reason. And what we're seeing is is um, the rental market in this area. These houses are seventy to eighty percent occupied. That literally, like every property manager that we've talked to, the they're seventy to eighty percent occupied. And they're charging for this particular villa, they're charging two hundred and fifty dollars a night, two twenty-five, two fifty. Yeah, what they say depending on the time of year. Sixty bucks a bedroom. Yeah. So yeah, and sorry, the the three bedroom. So in essence, the three bed. Let me try this share screen again. Can I try it one more time? Yeah, yeah sure. So we'll see. It. We'll see how it works. Let me get it set up here. All right, and then I'll, right, and I'll zoom in on this. So, how's that? Is that okay? Nice. Internet's solid? Yeah, zoom in though. Okay. Better? Uh, yeah, I'm going to zoom it for you. Okay, go ahead. We don't need our pictures up there. So the Capri, the, let's just talk about the investment here first. So, and this is something that we put together. It's a performa. It just kind of talks about as an investment property, how is it going to perform, right? And most people want to see an average of about a 10% return. It, it would be a, an amazing return on investment in the U.S. 
in Canada, I'm assuming. Um, so the, the cost of actually buying one of these starts at 214. That's the base price. And then we're going to add a bedroom to this Capri model and a bedroom and a bathroom is 36,000. The ceiling bump, which is what we just talked about is 7,000. And then on average an appliance package, you know, stove and a fridge and washer and dryer, three grand plus or minus, you know, whatever. And then furnishings, we like to say 10,000 room, 25,000 for the total house um, should, should cut it. Um, so in essence, um, I actually have uh, revenue projections. So we talked about occupancy rates. And so this spreadsheet just allows us to plug in all the dates, to plug in occupancy rates. So that's uh, 256. If you were to only use this as an investment property, just buy it, build it, rent it out, have someone else manage it for you, this is where we'd be. An average daily room rate of $225 for a three bedroom close to the ocean is very reasonable at 70% occupancy. Um, minus our expenses, and I can kind of walk through expenses really quickly, but it, it puts us at a, at a net income. That means income that you're going to take home every year is $37,000. And that's year after year after year. And that's about um, 12 to 13% return. And that's not including property value increases. This is just simply cash on cash. This is cash coming in the door, right? Um, our expense detail, uh, we just kind of walk through what are expenses when you, when you have a rental property. Let me see if I can zoom this into. No, it's probably pretty small. How's that? Good, good. Okay. So electricity, 300 a month. I think it's going to be lower, but I want to, I want to, when I estimate something I want to, I want to do it on a high scale, definitely not, uh, or conservative. So water bill, it's flat rates, 39 bucks a year, or I'm sorry, $39 a month. Um, cable and internet, hundred dollars a month. Um, garbage, no garbage that's taken care of with, uh, our monthly HOA fee there. Um, management fee. So a man to have someone manage your property for you, the costs, and it's, it's, it's variable, but to get a really good property manager that, that is a, you know, a super host and there, are, and that's something that we can help investors find too, is, is a good property manager because you want them to keep your property full so that it's not just sitting there empty. Uh, but that fee is typically 10% and then 50 bucks check in, check out. Um, and that fee is going to be roughly 5,700 bucks a year. Uh, and then check out and ch check in, check out with 250 clients is three, three grand a year. Um, our security and HOA, and that's variable depending on how many bedrooms you have is, is 400 bucks roughly a month. Um, and then maintenance, I factor in, you know, it, it, it's actually for, for the next five, for the first five years, it's, there's a five-year warranty, right? So, I mean, there's in essence, not going to be any maintenance other than, you know, uh, if something were to happen to, to the villa, but um, that's what Airbnb pays for. They have a million dollar, I believe a million dollar insurance policy. If, if people were to damage your property and then linen amenities, a um, hundred bucks a year, you know, sheets, if you were to replace sheets, 
property tax. So let's talk about property tax. We haven't even talked about the tax incentives yet. So the tax incentives, if you are to buy a, a brand new villa like this, you are tax exempt for the next 10 years. And that includes transfer tax. So there's typically, if you're buying a villa, um, uh, a used villa in the Dominican Republic, there's a 3% transfer tax. And so that 3% goes straight to the government. It's non-negotiable. On this new construction, there is absolutely nothing. So you literally save on a, you know, on a $300,000 house, you're going to save what? $9,000 just on transfer tax. Well, um, and then, uh, um, oh, so, so there's no transfer tax. There's no property tax for 10 years and there's no a tax on, on income. So that, that's all the income about. that you have coming in with that villa is wow. tax free. That's, that's insane. Good it's a good program. Insane. Um, and then insurance, you know, uh, so a total of 19,000 bucks a year. So let's just go to income expenses. I don't want to bore people here, but let me zoom this into, I mean, yearly we, so we walk through the income total income, 7,487. Or I'm sorry, um, the gross income fifty five thousand seven hundred a year coming in the door, minus your expenses, um, and your net income of thirty five grand a year. I mean, it's a no brainer, and that's that's about a thirteen percent return on investment, and that's at seventy percent occupancy. So if you're more like ninety percent occupancy, your your returns go through the roof, and if your expenses are more in line with what they actually would be, your expenses would be way less. I just try to be extremely conservative on these. Well, I'm paying 12, 20, 2100 a month for high-speed internet. That's 40 bucks. 2100 pesos? Yeah, you got 40, that's 40 bucks. You got 100 there. So you're double yeah. what my rate is yeah. for internet you know? right. so yeah your numbers are far from yeah, conservative you know, on the on the, like 300 a month even that's think a big cable is even necessary here because everything is literally over the internet right so there are tv um packages oh, that you can subscribe oh, to for like nine dollars a month with every channel in the world right right so that's really at the end of the day it's just internet internet would be the, mm -hmm. the biggest cost all right. Do you have cable TV in there then? I got it now. So yeah, that would be more in line with hundred bucks. Castle Lind is a bad boy, man. They thought everything over there. Yes, it is. All right. I just hope we could, we could, you know, honestly, I, I sit here and I go crazy. I, I think you probably do too, Jim, but I sit here and I go crazy seeing this opportunity and seeing the real estate prices go out of this world in the US and Canada, thinking, hello, like, bring that, you know, cash out, bring that down here to a stable environment, you know, make some money, you know, ride it out until that crash happens. And you know, it's gonna happen. You know, it's gonna happen. What's next? What do you want to hit? I'm on uh, I think I stopped sharing, didn't I? Yeah, good. Thank well, you. Good. Yeah. Uh, home. Uh, you want to hit Anton Reef? Speaking of good investments. Sure. Let's do it. I can't find anything on the website. I'll go 
back to you. I should have had this. Oh, fuck. I had all these links. I didn't link Anton. I thought Green. you did. There we go. Gorgeous 21-room hotel. Let me put my radio voice on for this. Dude, this is king. This is the king right here. 21 rooms, five years old, restaurant and bar, rooftop pool. <laughs> Fannin's gym. Yeah, this is this is one of my favorites, man. Talk about a good cap. I think it's 13%. Nets, 250 a year. Fully occupied, 30K a month gross. I mean, with room to improve, I mean, he's got to deal with the, with the restaurant. He's got rented out. But it's five years old. It's on the main drag. What do they call it? Pica Casante or what is, what's that main drag called? Uh, I, don't even ask me that question. <laughs> <We don't. laughs> I'm terrible at the road names. <laughs> me too. I'm terrible at a lot of things here. So here's the restaurant. My boy uh, DJ Blade was DJing in there every Friday night. I got some video of that up on the YouTube channel. There's really? A little lounge. Yeah. The VIP? Yeah. The VIP lounge? Yeah. Nice. I went down one Friday night and took some live video of him. He does a nice job. Are we allowed to talk about this, actually? Yeah, I think so. It's not social media. <laughs> and there's the rooftop pool. Backup generator. It's mint. And everything, every room looks like this. Every room. Pretty sweet. No, it's, fuck, it's king size, man. So that's VIP. Pretty good numbers on that bad boy. Oh, yeah. What else we got here? What else you want to hit? <clears throat> Those are some of my I favorites. I had a, a anyway. massive list of things. You know, one of the things, I, I don't know. I, listen, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we, we're going to talk about some of the myths, right? Oh, yeah. I, let's do that. You know, to me, as an American, I can't speak to being a Canadian, but as an American, we're always – we're always kind of taught, oh, you know, don't go to the Dominican Republic. It's so dangerous. It's, it's, uh, it's it murders every, you know. Listen, yeah, I, I have never in a million years felt unsafe here. Have you felt unsafe? I was, ever? you know what, that was one of my biggest concerns when I came down here is the crime. And I came yeah. in my door and I locked it behind me the first time I came in here. Now, and I came home one day, my door had blown open because it didn't latch. It was still locked. And I shit myself when I walked through the door. And now I don't like, I mean, it's not a big deal, man. You know, unless, yeah. unless you think, especially in Sasua, unless you think prostitution is a, like a crime, <laughs> like there's no, <laughs> there's just nothing, you know, like, no, I don't know, man. No. Every experience I've had down here, especially with the locals, be them Haitian or Dominican, the local people down here are nothing but sweet. So I just haven't yeah. experienced it. And I've walked. I've been alone at night. Now, I will say, you know, being a blonde down here is something different if you're walking alone I've by heard. yourself. You know what I I've mean? Heard. I wouldn't know. Being a guy, and uh -huh. uh, I've had no problems even late at night. So, yeah, that is the one myth that gets blown out of the window. And 100%. Yeah. 100%. And I think the locals are actually very self-policing uh, for the most part, especially in Cabarete. Um you know, if there is a bad apple that comes into town, they realize, listen, these locals realize that their income depends on tourists. 
And so they're very uh, careful about how uh, other locals are treating us. And, and crime is, you know, if, if people come down here and, and see crime and they get robbed and, and you know, get mugged and it, it, they'll never come back, right? So they're, they're long-term thinking. And, and when I say self-policing, you know, yeah, they, they, I'm sure they, they just, they're gone. They, they're not, they're not welcome in Cabarete or Sosua if something like that were to happen. So I met a kid anyway, on, that's kind of a cool thing. I met a kid on the beach the other day. Uh, they were a mission group from a church in uh, Charlotte. And mm-hmm. uh, they were the whitest kids on the beach. They were just uh, like the blinding white skin really? of uh, uh, the Charlotte n- natives or whatever. And they were so impressed with how clean the water was. They said they couldn't believe it. And Eric was his name. He's old swimming. He's like, dude, if I see a shark, I'm so out of here. I'm like, dude, there's no sharks. <laughs> No. There's no sharks. None. There's no or sea urchins. You don't have to worry. There's nothing in these waters that's going to kill you. Actually, there's nothing on the island that really is going to kill you. And that's another thing I was like weirdly uh, self-conscious about coming down here. It's like, shit, you're leaving your country. Going to a you know a, a developing third world country, as they call it. I don't know. I don't. It's, it's weird because it's. It's so modern in so many ways and so backward in so, in, in so many good ways. Yeah. But, yeah, there's, you know, snakes and, sni- and spiders and stuff up in the, in the jungles. But down in the city, there's nothing, and there's nothing in those waters. And the kid says, what about jellyfish? I go, no, dude, there's nothing. Like, you don't, nothing happens no. in these waters here, which no. is another misnomer or uh, yeah. uh, urban legend. Yeah. What about hurricanes? Yeah, well, I'm told that we're protected from that, too, because you get the mountains behind us and the reef in front of us, and it really cuts all the shit down. And, you know, Haiti gets rocked by hurricanes, yeah. and we get nothing over here. It's weird. You know, we've th- there's never been a recorded hurricane on the north coast in the Dominican Republic. No shit. Never. Eh? Wow. Yeah. I, I, I distinctly remember there was a hurricane, I don't know, 30 miles north. See, that's the thing is the mountains kind of divert. So, so the hurricanes start the, the mountains. The mountains actually do. This is this is perfect timing. Protect the north coast. So, hurricane either is heads straight. I don't know. You still. I'm just saying good night, Sam. <laughs> I had you frozen like this for a couple minutes, and now he's just gone. You got me now? My back? Uh, you're back. Your video is not back, but I can hear you. I can hear you perfectly. Oh, wow. That's a good. All right. Anyway, we're protected, Jim. No hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> what other myths do you want to bust tonight? Hurricanes? No, man. Um, Cost a lot. We walked through a lot. Good. Record tours, the Forbes. Uh, oh, the number. It's the number two island in the world to flip houses oh, uh, yeah, behind Panama. Remember right. that one? That was a cool article that came out, what, two, three days ago? Mm-hmm. Very cool. And 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 I will say this. No, actually, um, that, Dominic- art- that article is two years old. Oh, it was. Okay. But, but still, even more true Dominican- today. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. The Dominican Republic is, is the lowest cost of construction in any Caribbean island. 
It's unbelievable how cheap labor is down here. Yeah. And yeah. They, everything's concrete, so you don't have to worry about lumber prices. Right. And cement right. is, well, I know it's not cheap, but, like, it's what they use down here. And, you know, even at uh, Casa Linda, I like the idea that they're using foam-insulated um, yeah. panels now. So they pour So the you foam. actually have the option, right? Yeah. And it's the same price. And it's supposed so you to be can acoustically, do it's supposed to be a lot better and thermally a lot better as well. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, labor is So it's very cool that they gave you that option. Yeah. Anything you want to do down here, you can rebuild an engine in the standard Suzuki for 500 700 bucks. Like, depending on your... Uh, 1000 bucks tops. We're yeah. back in North America to change of an engine is going to cost you three Five G's. grand? Five grand, man. More? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was talking to uh, somebody uh, about an Isuzu L7. It's like a, you know, a Suzu, or no, sorry, Suzuki L7. Suzuki's got all kind of, like, it's a dime a dozen down here for parts and whatever. And the labor's mm -hmm. so cheap. And I said, how much if I blow the engine? She said, a thousand bucks. Like, to do it right here at OK Motors. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a thousand, a $5,000 vehicle the and the, the vehicle was in good shape. I mean, it didn't have any ticks and it ran well and whatever. It was five yeah. G's and well taken care of. And then, yeah, I asked her how much have I blow the engine? She said a thousand American. I'm like, Jesus. Hey, let's talk about small engine repair. So, <laughs> so you can literally take, and you're probably more experienced at this than I am, but, but, but I've taken a motorcycle I thought was going to cost me at least five or six hundred bucks to get it up to speed, to replace everything, to, to get, you know, everything uh, going. And <laughs> I mean, literally, I'm talking $20, $30, where these guys are doing tons of work and they get it done like literally right away. You don't have to make an appointment like the tire shop. You go to the tire shop, you got a flat tire, you just literally pull in the shop, you're in and you're out in five or 10 minutes. <laughs> and, it, and the cost is 10 bucks for a replaced tire. Dude, the first time I, mean, I came to the Dominican Republic, and this is one of the reasons I fell in love with Sasua. I'm on the yeah. back, I got my mom or my brother, I can't remember, probably my mother in the back of this Enduro, like a, you know, a Honda 175 or 250 or whatever, rented a bike for the week. And we're going. I think we were go. I think we we're going to Chiquita Beach, casino, mm -hmm. Chiquita mm -hmm. Chiquita Casino, whatever they call. And um, I broke my chain on the way there, and I didn't know what the hell to do. And by that, yeah. uh, there was nothing on the coast between the resort where I was at Casa Marina, and it was all like fields yeah. between there and the casino. And so I'm broken down. I feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere, right? And this kid comes along and literally with sticks and stones, not a tool, he pulled the master link out, put the chain back together and on the bike. Now, it was tight as fuck. It was the fucking whining on the way home because he didn't move the wheel. Like, yeah. how are you going to change it? <laughs> you can't move the hub with no wrench, right? He but got it back he together. He got it with back sticks. together with sticks and stones. Like, whatever was in that field, he Listen. used and he fixed it. And I paid him. I can't remember what I paid him, but when I came back, Travis Gillum, one of my buddies who's very well versed Italian guy, yeah. traveled the world, been to a bunch of third world countries. 
He goes, yeah, Jimmy, except the problem was you paid him 10 times more than he, he was worth. I don't know what I gave him, but I was just happy to get rolling. Like in the middle yeah. of the, like, and, it, and it, you know, I have to get away from the 20% tip down here because I'm just so trained. You're conditioned to, and you yeah, feel bad. You, you got a hundred dollar deal. You get a hundred dollar meal with tax yeah. in Canada. Yeah. I leave 120. And that's yeah. no more, no less. I'm a 20% tipper. And down here, right. it's like you don't tip like that, man, because then yeah. you're a target. You're a rich guy that's throwing money around or whatever. It's like, you And they know, don't take offense. But yeah. there is also that they have a 10% buffer a lot of the time that, that we don't see. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? So I think they call it itbis or something like that. Yeah, I don't eat at those restaurants that charge that tax, man. Like seriously, okay. I get, like when I see that tax, I'm like, fuck that tax. Like I hate that. Yeah, tax. I'm out. And then are you gonna tip on top of that tax, or is that yeah, tax yeah, with yeah. the tip in there? I don't know, but yeah. yeah, man, it's like you know, you ask me how much I tip Lilo when he comes. I don't tip him shit. I just tell him to get here's fifty pesos for the girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I love talking to the guy. Yeah, man, and the food on the strip. I mean, I got a. I got a styrofoam container, you know, like a the standard size, full yeah. of potato salad. And this, I mean, this is some of the best potato salad I've ever had. I need to try this. I'm and it's, it's warm, weirdly. Ooh. Yeah, it, like it, it's good when it's cold, but like it, when I buy it, it's still out of the, like it's warm. And right. it's fucking delicious. And it's, it was 150 pesos for like I'm getting four, five meals to, you know, <laughs> out of this container. <laughs> 150 oh pesos, and then I told her to throw in a couple pieces of chicken the other day. It was yeah, it was uh, 350. Yeah, 150. Yeah, no, it was 250 because the two pieces of chicken were 50 pesos each. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking here. The first day I got, I got out of there. I'm like, this is a lot of food for 150 pesos. And then I, I got brave and added two pieces of chicken to it. And it cost me an extra hundred pesos. Hey, one sec. Somebody's at my door. One sec. One sec. Be I think that's when you know basically that you're done with your guest when he starts to answer the door. You know. So let's just cut him loose. He'll come back and we'll be done. That'd be nice, eh? It'd be like cutting clarice. We were talking about that earlier. Am I still on? That's uh, what Clarice would say when she used to call my show at six ten CKTP, or she used to call Tom McConnell on six ten. The Sunny used to just say hello, hello. But uh, yeah, Clarice would say, "Am I still on?" That's where that comes from. All right, so that is that. Shit, it's 8.30 already. Perfect time to get out. Maybe we'll do a little recap. Kill some time. Here we go. Sam Hannes, the founder, co-founder and CEO. Here he is on the fake book. Here's my last conversation with him on the YouTube. That's the YouTube TrueTube channel. Record high prices. You're probably seeing this in the news if you watch American News. They've been talking about this a lot lately. April 20th, yesterday, U.S. home sales dropped to the lowest level in nearly two years in March 
as house prices raced to a record high and could decline further with the f- you know what this is horrible like i am not the best writer but this is routers routers route routers i don't know reuters 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 yeah and let's just listen to how awkward this opening is washington april 20th reuters U.S. home sales dropped to the lowest level in nearly two years in March as house prices raised to a record high. And what's with the comma before and? It's not an Oxford comma. You're not listing. Holy shit. And could and then in the end is could decline further. So uh, just like from a grammar standpoint, what are we doing here? U.S. home sales yeah. dropped at the lowest level in nearly two years in March as house prices raced to record high. Okay. So that's a really weird conundrum and really awkwardly worded. Home sales dropped to the lowest level, but prices are at record highs and could decline further. <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh, my God. Learn how to write. Even with home sales <laughs> falling back to their pre-pandemic level, the housing market remains hot. Houses sold in March typically stayed on the market for only 17 days, and the share of all cash sales was the largest in eight years. The report from the National Association of Realtors on Wednesday showed the housing market is at a crossroads for this cycle with a strong demand from the past two years starting to ease as higher prices and mar- rising mortgage rates push some buyers out of the market. Some bed airs, senior economic economist in at nationwide in Columbus, Ohio. Existing home sales dropped two point seven to a seasonally adjusted average of five point seven seven million units last month, the lowest level since June twenty twenty when sales rebounded from the COVID lockdown slump. Data for February was re- revised sharply down at a rate of five point nine three million units. Hmm. From the previously reported 6.02 million units. So I don't know how you don't look at this and think to yourself. Um, yeah. The, it's something. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's all over, dude. It's the final round. And you need to at least get some of your equity out and put it in a stable location. And we'll, let's call that DR. Yeah. Republic. I think that is a safe assumption. And I think, uh, you know, our property values talk about that. We haven't really talked about appreciation here, but I mean, the last couple of years, you know, we've seen 10 to 30% increases per year. So we're steady and, and we haven't ever, not ever, but we, you know, again, when the real estate market is bad around the world, you know, typically real estate values will stay flat. We don't we don't see the the, the market values go, you know, down by fifty percent or thirty percent. It's you know, uh, you know, an investment down here is pretty stable. Also, bird dog fees down here are cool because I could Ooh. never I could never use a bird dog fee in Canada because I'd lose my license. And a lot of things down here are just normal that we never did back home. But bird dog yeah. fee is one of them. You can pay anyone for sending you business. 
And, and yeah. also there's room because in most cases, like not so much in the commercial stuff when you're talking about two and three and $50 million resorts and condo buildings and hotels and stuff like that. But the residential real estate's 10 points. So as a buyer, yeah. you know, if you got a good relationship with your, your agent and you're a buddy of his, I mean, we can take care of you on the end of the commission, you know, pretty nicely with a cash payment. Yeah, Even exactly. if you're just sending us business or if you're, you know, a, a, a repeat client or, you know, somebody that's loyal to the business or whatever, man, we can take care of you nicely there in that department because, you know, I'm used to working for 2%, 2 3 oh. you know, and down here it's 10 So, you know what? Buyer kickbacks are a lot easier when you get a 10% commission rather than 2 Hundred percent. It's a cool way to network, right? As you're walking around town, hey, if you ever know anyone that's buying or selling, you know, let me know. I'll take care of you. Like we can't literally say that at home. Mm-hmm. We can't. They'll gank our license, you know, incredibly fast if we were to do something. Like that. It's unheard of. You know what? The other thing that's uh, occurred for me too is like anybody can be a realtor down here, and you have a good business sense, so you've taken well to real estate because real estate's not that difficult. It's for, if you're doing hotels and businesses, it's all numbers. It's businesses, right? So you've got some good training there and had some good mentorship. But I mean, <clears throat> um, where was I going? Was it? Well, we were talking about being a realtor. Oh yeah, and, anyone can be a realtor down here. And as I do my uh, uh, my MCE courses back home, because my license is coming due, I realize the value of not so much of the schooling and the training because they don't really teach you much in real estate school that you use when you get out of it. Yeah. Uh, but even the update courses and being trained as a realtor, where you can't. Like down here, it's the wild west. But you know, I can't call myself I can't call myself a salesman in Canada right. because it's not a preferred term. It's not a, 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 a right. you know the branding. They take it very seriously, and it occurs for me not only the rigorous um, moral and ethical boundaries of Canada that are wildly unnecessary for the most part because they're designed to weed out the bad apples and there's so few bad apples but that the experience of knowing how to talk to people and put deals together and the scripts and the stuff that a lot of these guys down here have no clue and you expect service you expect your guy to be a closer you expect your guy to know how to get parties together how to negotiate how to rub the ears knowing to kick ass knowing to i was talking to an agent down here and she was new it reminded me how much i love coaching know when to shut up right you know if if something is well would you uh reduce your commission no So true. Like you got to know there's the power in just shutting up and not selling, 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 selling. And these new guys down here, they just don't have the training. They don't have the salesmanship. And you need that if you want good representation. And I think you're a natural to the game. And you've been playing with the game for a lot of years since you've been down here. Uh, and you came naturally through your business connections and your networking and, and the sale of businesses mm-hmm. and opening franchise and running pizza shops and stuff. All the shit that you've done, you've taken yeah. nicely to it. But it's like every other rule, 
80% of the flunkies out there sell one house a year and don't know, don't have a good lawyer, don't have a good contractor, don't have a good rental agent. Go, they have no connections and they don't have the salesmanship to get it done when you need a closer. Yeah, yeah. That's the key. That's the key is connections, right? So, yeah, we can, anybody can sling real estate, but it's really, it's, it's, it's about being able to, when, when someone comes down and wants to, wants to, crush it, maybe wants to open up a business, maybe wants to do something special. You know, it's being able to introduce them to the right people because in this country, it is all about who you know. You know, in life, it's all about who you know, but especially here, right? So to be able to introduce them to the best attorney that's qualified to to, to do what they want to do, to be able to set them up, um, you know, in business, to be able to open a bank account, to be able to, you know, all the things it takes in order to, to relocate or, or do business down here and open a hotel or be in, you know, whatever it is that they want to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's about connections. And yeah, I do. I feel fortunate to, to, to know the best of the best. So it's been great. Yeah. I enjoy it. Are you looking to recruit uh, like a stud to take the load off of some of the stuff that you're doing? Because like you're getting to the point now where, you know, you're going to have your plate too full. Stuff's going to start overflowing. People aren't going to get called back soon. Like, what are you looking yeah. for as far as, like, a stud is? If you were going to, and I asked you this offline the other day yeah. because I, I'm looking for it as well. Like, who have you done business with down? You don't need to name them, but what type of person have you done business with down here that you're like, oh, this is, I need I need them on my team. I need something like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting that you say that because, because honestly, it's, I, I believe what got me into real estate down here was, was knowing what I didn't want to be and, and, and working with a realtor and they're not even realtors. They're, they're some of you call them realtors. They're, they're agents. They've never been in real estate before. So they don't understand how the game works. Um, but, but I, I, I do know what I don't want. And, you know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh calling people back, <laughs> just like the standard things that, that you and I were, you know, I, working for this billionaire. And one of the most valuable things he ever taught me was it doesn't matter who it is. I'll always try to call him back within 15 minutes. And he literally did the same thing too. So if it was the garbage guy calling to say, "Hey, you missed your 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 payment," he would literally call them back, and and it always impressed me. Now, um, you know, it's it's difficult to to do sometimes, but it's it's just so it's important to be professional, and it's important to be on time. You know, it's important to the fundamentals that you and I were taught in business growing up. Most of the the agents down here have no clue. So, yeah. you, and honestly, that like, oh, I'm late for everything. Uh, no, no, you're not with me. No. Dude. Like, yeah, no, we don't. Look, man, and being, being a person of your word, and, and there, there are, you know, there are a, a select couple. You're one of them. You know, where Amen. I can trust that that um, you know, if I have a a big client coming into town, you're not. You're not behind the door trying to figure out what this guy numbers his number is to try to call him when I'm not looking. You know. Yeah, and, I think it starts and, out and, in a simple thing too. Like I'm on time. 
my word i try to make 100%. my word is impeccable you know what i mean if i'm not on time i'm making a new deal like yeah. like today you got immersed in a negotiation we had an appointment and i was on it i was already a half an hour before the time we we're supposed to meet with her saying hey my guy yeah, hasn't gotten no back talking. to me that's not usual he you know something happened so yeah. we're at least going to be late and maybe we'll have yeah. to rebook it and she was totally cool and we were Very there cool. three hours later because you had a busy morning and it was like shit happens but yeah. you have to have honor for your word is what i call it and, and impeccable integrity when it comes to being your word if you say it's noon then you don't show up at twelve twenty without a really good apology and it's not like oh uh the kids made me it's not no you, it's your fault you're not on time. Right. You can't pass that off to anyone else. You know? <laughs> you right. me? Oh, I'm late for it. It was me. No, it's my fault. No. I'm sorry. That's right. All right, brother. No, I agree. And so, yes, yeah, so to answer your question, yeah, you know, I, I have a pretty great assistant. Um, and, you know, moving forward, we're going to get even busy. As you know, you're privy to some of the things that are going on, but we're going to be really, really busy very, very soon. And yes. Um, there will be some opportunity, uh, you know, down the road for growth. And um, we're, 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 I'm not taking on people that, um, that aren't gunslingers, that aren't the best of the best. You know, my, my you know, vision and my goal is to as long as you hire can. the best of the best guys that actually want to be here and mm -hmm. do and be the best. You and know that's what I mean? The like, thing. I mean, as long as you got hustle built into you, you can be taught everything. I mean, you got great yeah. mentors that can teach you like what you need to do with the scripts, you know, tactics, like knowing when to shut up is the most powerful thing. You know, I think it was my mother that taught me that. It's just like no one did like you don't the nervous seller that never stops talking sell 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 and blah blah yeah. blah, blah, blah you know it's like you know you make your point and shut yeah, just shut your mouth man yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right brother i think yeah. we've exhausted i wanted to keep you on time we've already rolled out shit that's almost two hours it's 147 dude yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's what we do. That's you what you we were do. worried we weren't going to be able to fill an hour. I'm like, dude, no, this is like. I knew we had plenty of content. We actually had a lot more content, but we'll do it another time. Yeah, well, I appreciate your time. Say hi to yeah. the lady for me. Um, yeah. It was a uh, great meet today. I can't wait to get that thing locked down so we can talk about that on the next show. And that's another, jeez, <laughs> like, I mean, for a couple million bucks, you can fly a Let's hotel on the page, man. Absolutely. All right, brother. Love you. We'll talk All soon. Right. Enjoy Love the rest it. of your talk Thursday you. night. Peace. Yeah. Peace. That's how you do that. That's Sam Hanna. And you can find him at all the links that are not on the show description because I forgot to change the title and I just went live. I was so anxious to get in with my, uh, I went in with this today. I started with this for 10 minutes. Excuse me. Just so he could share the link out and stuff like that. And I forgot to change the show title. So the show title is exactly the same as the show title was last night when I came on and went, I'm hi, hi. <laughs> well, we had some fun with it. Gavin McInnes comes up in 10 minutes. So that means I am out of here. I love my live show. Maybe I'll get in as a caller this week. I got nothing planned, but I don't usually need much planned. But I finished my Cuba Libre. 
Oh, it's one liter. It lasted me the whole show. It's an hour and a half. How many shots are in there? Three? Maybe four? I don't know. Peace, love, hug your neighbor. And whatever you do. Take that fucking mask off your two-year-old. I love you. I am out.